With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's up, world? This is Tyson from News AF, and we are here on the first week of June 2021 to talk about all the wacky news stories that happened this past week. If the story is buzzing like it's on crystal meth, it's about to be News AF. If the same old news makes you bored to death, it's time for some News AF. Okay, so first off, our very first news story. Uh, First of all, yeah, introduce our new guest. We got to introduce our new guest, the Rob Substitute. Dun 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 dun. Yeah, (laughs) I just slipped that in there for you. You did. That's his. uh, (laughs) That's his little trademark, uh, Danny. Uh, Oh, he's got a trademark. Yeah, why don't you do a headline about you joining the podcast for uh, for the week? Well, hold on, hold on. Back up. Who is Devins? Devins. I mean, I could let him introduce himself. Let him introduce himself. Yeah, he's gonna. That's what we're gonna do. He's gonna do an entire uh, headline about him joining the podcast and who he is and how we know him, et cetera. Can you do that on the spot like that? I can try. I'm feeling introspective with the who is Devin's uh, question, but I can try for the headline. Yeah, here we go. Dun, 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 dun. This just into the survivor. No news AF newsroom. Rob Sesternino on the road. That means Devin's is on your screen and in your ears. What are we talking about today? Not little hands, but big feet. And there's more. A little place for you to find your inner self and a name that nobody wants no more. And now your hostess with the mostess, Tyson Apostle. Wow. Damn. That was pretty good, Maybe we right? handed over the reins yeah. to the wrong person, Tyson. That's what I'm saying. He was too pro. We needed somebody who was a little more amateur. Just than, turn him uh, off Devin's now. Turn him off right block. now. Just to block I'm him. connection issues? So, yeah. <laughs> so, Devin's uh, was on Survivor. Uh, what season was that, Devin's? 38? Uh, season 38. Everyone oh. you probably recognize it from all, everyone's top uh, top 10 list. Yes. Uh, Edge of Extinction. You know I mean, something about that. Well, I mean, uh, it's better than being on 39. You really dodged a bullet there. You're not kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I think about that all the time. time. (laughs) I'm so glad they didn't just throw me on the other one. And uh, so Rick is uh, of Survivor fame. Uh, Danny. Danny does okay. not. Danny famously does not watch Survivor. Refuses to watch. Survivor oh well, unless Tyson's on it. Unless I'm on the it. The minute he's voted off, I no longer watch. Just like what I do. Uh, <laughs> the minute I'm voted off, I'm like, I don't know what. I don't care. 
so that's why he's here with us, Danny. Danny uh, Devins is one of my good friends, lifelong friends. Uh, we've known each other for over 50% of our lifetimes. Yep. And uh, we met each other through bike racing, but also shared similar senses of humor. And uh, uh, yeah. And uh, Danny uh, has been called the only wet blanket you want to wrap yourself up in <laughs> by other friends. And I think that's why I enjoy him so much because he keeps it real. So uh, I went to Utah last week Yep, and I met Danny in person IRL in real life. And we did some helicoptering because Dan- Danny uh, has a friend who has a helicopter and he's also my friend. And so I joined him for some helicopter shenanigans. And I have to say, Danny, while I'm very excited for you and for Matt about your passion of flying helicopters and jets, I don't share that same passion. It's rightfully so. It's fun. It's not terrifying, but it's just like I I don't get up in the morning super excited to go. Like I've been in helicopters. So like going in one every day for me is not... But these guys, Danny's the coal pilot, Matt's the pilot, and they were while flying helicopters, they were talking about other people that fly helicopters almost <laughs> the entire time they were flying helicopters. helicopters and I was cool. like, that's a lot of helicoptering stuff. Devins, have you ever been in a helicopter? I As have been like high in the sky, probably. in a helicopter, just like above the uh, Cherry Blossom Festival at the Macon Fair. I didn't win the helicopter challenge uh, on Survivor, so probester, no one flew me around out there. Um, what were your impressions? Did you, did you have the fear? I really the enjoyed it. Would no, you want to do I it every day? It. But the truth is, actually, since I've been in a helicopter and, and since I returned from Survivor, where I would have loved to be in a helicopter, there have been a lot of negative news stories about helicopters, which actually has increased my nervousness about them. No, I thought you were going to say desire. And I was like, living on the edge, dude. The truth is, they, they, <laughs> they're, in, they're in the air only through a lot of work. And things working together. And the minute any component of the whole system begins to break down, you're going to have a problem. Not like you just turn the engine off and glide back down. Auto rotation, obviously an option to uh, turn off the engine and let those rotors just catch the air on the way down. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a something you either love or like Tyson, maybe you don't fancy nearly as much. I think it's cool because yeah. it's like if you love nature, it's like endless nature porn from the front row seat. See, I like, I like it just fine. But for me, uh, like if I lived by you and you guys invited me every day, I would go once every two. I know what part you liked. You liked the ability of the helicopter to get rid of the stupid part of the run. So we just flew right to the best part. And then you got out and we ran four and a half miles and you didn't have to do any of the garbage coming up from the Valley floor. No. Nope. So that, that had to have been nice. That's not what I loved most. I loved most hanging out with my buds in the helicopter, catching up. And, and uh, uh, Matt, who is the head pilot and owner of the helicopter, had Danny land it. And he said, you get to land it. You get to do all the radio things because Danny has taken helicopter pilot classes. And he said, the only condition is, Danny, you have to uh, <laughs> communicate with the tower in a Russian accent. Which I refuse to do. Which he refused to I do. I take it very seriously. 
That's and that's the problem is there's no joking in the sky, dude. Nobody jokes in the sky. Like they're on radio and they're like six nine four nine or eight four requesting clearance to twelve thousand feet. And I'm just like, say a joke, somebody. But Danny did do a mock Russian uh, approach, uh, and it was beautiful and that's probably my biggest regret of the whole trip is that so danny did not actually do the radio yeah do you want to do a little bit of the russian approach you know i can't someone asked me to do uh do the russian i think matt mentioned to somebody i can't just do the russian thing out of the just pull it out of the hat i'll end up doing like indian or german or something like that uh but uh yeah it would have been great but honestly, I don't want to be the responsible person <laughs> when something tragic happens because some moron was doing Can't a Russian understand. accent and threatening the other American pilots coming into land. News I had it. News AF's headline story. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uses fake All Russian his, accent. Yeah, international incident. <laughs> so, yeah, so Devin is right. What if it, it, like, they didn't know, but it sparked some kind of investigation. The FAA is out combing the airport for some kind of, like, Russian agent. <laughs> true. We're like, no, none of us here have a Russian accent. That's true. That could be happening too. So, How uh, many moose and squirrel do you have in Utah? Because that could <laughs> a lot. <laughs> well, then that's going to draw some Russians. Uh, yeah. I've learned anything from cartoons. Is that a Bullwinkle <laughs> reference? 100%. Boom. Old, old Bullwinkle, I'm assuming. I haven't seen the new Bullwinkle, but I think there is one. I think there is one. I've seen a few episodes with the kids, but it, you know. So you said, I think there is one, but then you (laughs) confirmed that you actually know there is one. I have to check with my secondary sources. It's a journalism (laughs) thing. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to, you definitely don't want to share news. But Tyson, what better way to win the award or the reward that you're about to talk about than using a helicopter? That's what I'm saying. And this is why this story is right up your alley, Danny. Our first headline story of the day. Bigfoot bounty of three million announced by Oklahoma lawmaker. Why? Why do so many Bigfoot stories come from the Midwest? I'm assuming you can call Oklahoma the Midwest. Uh, Have you noticed there was the guy who was writing Bigfoot erotica? He was somewhere over there, like far away from what I would consider to be Bigfoot country. Then there was the guy trying to start a Bigfoot hunting season. It's as if they're they're this is the same guy. This is the same guy. Carry on. Sorry. So this guy has uh, apparently this part of Oklahoma is notorious for Bigfoot sightings. And he's tried to do a hunting season. Now he got a bill passed or is trying to pass a bill that will, uh, give a $3 million bounty to someone who captures Bigfoot alive. He's very, he said, we're not killing this creature. If we find this creature, we want to keep alive and we just want to enjoy its presence. And, uh, it's, uh, seems like it's a tourism push to get people talking about the area and to come into the area. There is a Bigfoot festival there, et cetera. So that's a big uh, assumption, Tyson, that this would just be done for tourism. I think <laughs> that this is basically just a passion for Bigfoot science um, and research. Yes. <laughs> so, definitely science involved. <laughs> for sure. And you, so you think there's a panel of scientists somewhere in the back? Oh, oh, without a doubt in Oklahoma, there is a panel of Bigfoot scientists. You know, this is the most dangerous thing ever for people who have a lot of body hair 
It's like <laughs> no, but they're capturing them alive. So the worst case scenario, you're going to get like a yeah. But they also wanted a hunting season. You know, it's like yeah. uh, what do you want? You're sending a conflicting message. You want everyone to be walking around with a gun, looking for Bigfoot, but you also want them alive. Also, what are the odds you're going to bring in Bigfoot alive? You think that he's just going to volunteer himself for capture? There's yeah, no way for a cut of the bounty. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why all the beef jerky you want? <laughs> yeah, dude, Jack Links. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, uh, Danny, how much, how much would it take for you to convince Matt that you need to fly the helicopter to Oklahoma and just uh, circle and circle and circle till you find Bigfoot? I'm not convinced he's in Oklahoma. Uh, you've heard my story about what happened in Washington state a month or two mm-hmm. ago. And by the way, I did for the listener who suggested the Fisher cat, I did listen to the Fisher cat and it, it's been too long for me to remember what the sound actually was. So I'm just going to let my uh, imagination run wild and Danny, say that I, I definitely heard Bigfoot. <clears throat> yeah. Danny uh, Devins, Danny went uh, up to Washington state, parked his car somewhere in the earth earlies of the morning and heard a mysterious sound unlike any other known creature to him so he obviously automatically just, and i saw i saw tracks i mean they're most likely black bear but still it whole lent to the whole bigfoot vibe mm-hmm. so i think that can i can i capture him in washington state and still claim the prize in oklahoma is that Good acceptable question. Or do you otherwise uh, transport him secretly to Oklahoma, like sedate oh, him? Smart. No, Harry and the Hendersons. I just put him in the back of the car. Like <laughs> on you guys top said. of the car, not in the back. I oh, was on top. top like a Christmas tree, wasn't it? Sedated or not, you probably <laughs> don't want a Bigfoot in the helicopter just in case. No, yeah. you don't want him waking up or running out of Slim Jims and going absolutely <laughs> <Yeah>. berserk. <laughs> I don't this even reminded understand. me. This whole story reminded me so much of a quote from The Office that I looked it up for this occasion. This is uh, one of my favorite characters, Creed. He says, two eyes, two ears, a chin, a mouth, ten fingers, two nipples, a butt, <laughs> two kneecaps, a penis. I've just described to you the Loch Ness Monster <laughs> and the reward for its capture. All the riches in Scotland. So I have one question. Why are you here? Oh, I like that. Why are we not in Oklahoma right now? The office just wrote the commercial for the. (laughs) (laughs) They did. This is gonna go. This is on every in-flight magazine going to Oklahoma. This is the back cover of uh, all of those in-flight magazines. I mean, Tyson, we leave our families for seven weeks at a time for a chance at one million dollars. We yeah, should yeah, be leaving true. at least twenty-one weeks for this. Uh, Give it a yeah, shot. But that's only if they limited it to twenty people maximum. See, because okay. the odds are, I think, less. That's what you're worried about is someone else finding him first. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Now, hundreds of people being there versus 20. <laughs> if they were like, Tyson, we've hand selected you. There's only 20 people for a shot at $3 million. And one of you is most probably, unless something happens to the network, walking away with that money. Then I would do it. So they quote the Museum of of Unnatural History, the Museum of Unnatural History. Yes. Which sounds like an awesome museum. I would love to go there. Bigfoot as a hairy giant that stands seven to nine feet tall, weighs between 600 and 900 pounds. There's your description. 
you know what you're looking for. Seven to nine feet tall. Do you think they get all of this information? Are they, they just like extrapolating all of this info from like the size of its dumps or like its <laughs> foot size? I, I just like, how do they even come up with this uh, amount of information for a mythical beast? It is, uh, it is oddly specific when nobody really has seen. I've had friends claim, I've had an, a friend claim to really have seen Bigfoot cross the road, uh, in also Washington state in the wee hours of the morning. You want to know who's all in on this hunt? Who? Jose Canseco. Oh, dude. Sign him up. Team, team up with him. And you're probably guaranteed to win this $3 million. Yeah, guaranteed to win the $3 million and get jacked. <laughs> well, and at the very least, you'll have a lifetime full of interesting stories to share with people. Yeah, I like, that's uh, true. You know, restaurants when you're eating by yourself. <laughs> now, ever tell you the time <laughs> me and Jose Canseco hunted the, the elusive Sasquatch? When you get a table for one at your favorite yeah. restaurant. <laughs> but you pick up your meal and go over and sit with a group of strangers. So yeah. that you can tell the stories. One time we were at a diner and we had this uh, guy approach our table who was at another table eating. And he Dad. came over and he said, uh, excuse me, everyone. And there was like eight of us there. He's like, excuse me, everyone. I'd like to, uh, he was older, like my parents age, like 60 to 70 years old. And he goes, I'd like to share, uh, this poem that I wrote with you. And we're like, Oh, beautiful. I mean, I didn't ask for this on Sunday morning brunch, but I'll take it. Uh, he pulls out a sheet of paper and reads this poem and he was very moved and very touched at the reading of the poem. He was tearing up and stuff of and I poem. of his own poem. <laughs> and I couldn't understand what the meaning of it was. And I wanted so bad to also tear up so that I could share that moment with him and make that moment special, but I couldn't bring myself to do it. And so there's a table of like eight people sitting there just being like, what is going on? <laughs> and one person pouring out his soul through poetry to us. And, Why? Uh, just through the tears, he's like, there once was a man from Nantucket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a limerick, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was, we were like, okay, thank you. Uh, anyways, uh, this is the opposite where, well, you are then becoming this man that's approaching and being like, I have a poem. Yeah. Foot. And by the way, after spending what I'm assuming it to be half a year with Jose Canseco in the wilderness, <laughs> you'll have several poems. Memorized yeah, that you can share true. with strangers that I hop. <laughs> that could be Jose Canseco finding his own next celebrity boxing match opponent in Sasquatch. <laughs> Remember when the old tiny guys yeah. used to box kangaroos? Now they can box Bigfoots, dude. Yeah. And tell dude, that Logan Paul is first in line. Yeah. Yeah. No way. Is- Logan Paul would never fight someone who with actual experience, you know. Sasquatch has that reach. Logan Paul ain't getting in the yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't have any skills, dude. He's just picking up deer and tearing them in half. He's never fought in a, an opponent. That's true. That's true. More UFC experience for Sasquatch. Yeah. It might not translate. <laughs> what would we wow. even do with a captured Sasquatch? Like, just it's it seems like putting an animal like Sasquatch in a cage was so 1920s, you know, for a traveling circus. Yeah. What do we do with him? Do you I, put him in a cage, or is he just like the next big influencer? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, good job. Or he does a stint in like NFL. 
Yeah, he does the I get him into pickleball. Left man. tackle. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine him defending the net? <laughs> oh my gosh, dude, he couldn't do anything against him. Eight That's foot tall, he'd be reaching over the net from behind the no volley zone. Uh, yeah, he'd be the star athlete every. He goes to the Olympics, competes in every then single event, dr- and get into breaks. drugs. Yeah, he like spiral out like <laughs> all of paint. Michael Phelps' world records gone. <laughs> Fila has to make a really, really big shoe for him to wear. Yeah. yeah. I think it's gonna- <laughs> He becomes number one paddle board in or whatever you play pickleball influencer. <laughs> yeah, and he, but I'm gonna bring him in. So still, yeah, I was I, like, now you're threatening Tyson. Here. Yeah, stop threatening me. You're ta- yeah, you'll tap into that. You'll become his agent. Amber in the chat says he's marrying one of the Kardashians. Oh, uh, oh, for sure. He marries Chloe. Yeah, uh, so right. He, but, but here's the thing. He does have a downward spiral. And in the end, he ends up being like a manager at like a Dunkin' Donuts after picking himself up off the ground. Yeah. Drug and you go in and you're like, and prostitutes. are you, are you, are you Bigfoot? <laughs> Half his hair is no, falling out. No, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm just chilling with Chris Humphries and Tristan Thompson. They're all just chilling. Just but, hanging out at Dunkin' Donuts. But he does make a comeback with a celebrity boxing match. And from there on, he kind of does a couple documentary. He picks himself You don't think back Dancing up. with the Stars? He does Dancing with the Scars. Dancing Scars. Yeah. Stars. And Dancing on Ice. Yeah. I mean, that we've just we've just written his whole life story. He's got two left big feet, though, so not very long on Dancing with the Stars. uh, No, he doesn't make it. With his feet are left. Yeah. Yeah. His feet are probably, uh, yeah, just uh, square, so they don't have an arch (laughs) at all. Yeah, so if you're looking for uh, work, you know, here's a job anyone can do. Just pick up your net, the biggest net you have. Yeah. (laughs) And head to Oklahoma. For all you uh, guys that are out there in the Rocky Mountains looking for uh, treasure chests of Spanish doubloons, maybe this is your next endeavor. Yeah. Why not? Three million dollars. Yeah. Somebody's maybe going to get it. Why not it be you? Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. That was pretty good. Good story. And now we're going to transition to our next story. 
Was that I'm a good excited. transition there? Did you like that, Rick? That was per- perfect. perfect. There's nothing Seamless. that highlights a transition like using the word transition. <laughs> <laughs> and here we go. Uh, study shows, and keep in mind study, uh, meaning survey people are the ones that are answering these questions. Uh, study shows people working from home are having sex, dating, taking naps, and doing side hustles on company time. During oh, the pandemic. Finally. <laughs> finally. I mean, I think that's, isn't that something Everything, we've always done? Well, yeah, but normally it's in like the supply closet. Uh, <laughs> the naps are done. I don't know how you're taking a nap at work unless you're doing the whole uh, George Costanza thing underneath the desk. And side uh, hustles, yes. I could see doing a side all hustle. All day long. Online. All day long. Yeah. yeah or get like, clocking in. Uh, I used to work like a real job in an office. And, uh, I mean, full disclosure, it was for my dad, <laughs> but I had my Facebook open, my Twitter open. I had all my social medias open on my computer all the time. So I'd just sit down, write an email, update Facebook, right? So I like to think I'm a pioneer, uh, before it was cool to do all these things. I was already doing it. I like to think uh, of the people that are remotely getting their job done. They're being just as productive. But meanwhile, their employer has no idea that they're actually in Oklahoma looking for Bigfoot. That's true. For like <laughs> their time during the day. Doing a Zoom call with the black, exactly. the, the fixed up background. So it looks like he's yeah, off from the helicopter. Yeah. yeah. While he's in the woods with his giant net and net gun yeah. that he built from watching a DIY on YouTube. Exactly. <laughs> So Tyson, uh, uh, I wanted to read something here. It says at the beginning of the COVID-19 outbreak, there was a heated debate about what people should be doing. Some said that this was a time for self-care and just focusing Uh on making it through one day at a time. Others ascribed to the hustle porn. That's what I want to get to. Hustle porn mentality saying you should get up early, work out, learn a new language and read 10 books a day. I have to say that the amount I'm glad that it has the term hustle porn because the amount of hustle porn that is showing up in like uh, advertising sidebars in Instagram has definitely gone up the last year. I don't know if you guys have noticed that like this, this whole thing, like you should be get up early, do your like slam workout where you like smash things and tip things over and then have 10 (laughs) glasses of water and then like spin kick a computer. Yeah. And I I feel uh, Coffee made from mushrooms. Yeah, Yeah. coffee made from mushrooms that you butt chug. I just feel like (laughs) it's kind of gotten out of hand, and it's interesting that this. I'm not uh, seeing the same ads you're seeing, Danny. (laughs) Yeah, they're definitely targeted. (laughs) Searches are definitely different than mine. Danny's a go getter. But I kind of agree. I feel like I've seen this whole mentality of like, get out there and do it. You're dying. They actually quoted a tweet here from a from somebody that uh, if you don't come out of this quarantine with either a a new skill, be starting what you've been putting off like a new business or three more knowledge. You didn't ever lack the time you lacked the discipline. Yeah, I feel like it's aggressive productivity messaging. Like they're so in your face, like, yeah, you've got all this time. Why are you wasting it? By the way, who's to say what wasting is to one person? Right. The the other side of the argument is like, if you come out of this pandemic without an emotional problem, great work. Uh, Or just like spend more time with your family for a little bit. Yeah. There's so, (laughs) there's so many approaches to this. Uh, Sorry, kids. I'm learning Spanish. Uh, (laughs) I'd love to, but generally while I was, 
was at work eight hours a day. Now I get to be home. I'm going to learn Spanish and Chinese. You guys go watch TV. Your children come in. Dad, will you come play with us? You're like, ah, ah, ah. Espanol. <laughs> I will say this news article didn't mention that more people are spending time with their kids during work. It's just the pornography and the streaming. Yeah. It hasn't affected productivity. Like maybe these are things workplaces should offer depending on how productive. Oh, we're about are. to get into that. But first, I'm going to read some of these numbers here. I love numbers. 42% of people working remotely have been on a physical date over the last. Yeah. Okay. These are people that they've done. I think this is what they were doing on. Yeah. On the clock. 41 have had sex. That's a pretty good turnover. 42% going on a date to 41% having had sex. (laughs) That means only (laughs) 1% from going on a date to actually, uh, you know, if you're the 1% who didn't close, you're feeling pretty bad right now. (laughs) Almost half said they've had an alcoholic drink on the clock. About 60% have taken a nap on the clock. An overwhelming, this is their word, overwhelming. I say underwhelming because I do it all the time. So I just assumed 100%. Yeah, that's what Overwhelming, 77% say they shop online while on the clock at least once a week. Around 50% have worked for another company while on the clock with their primary employer. And 44% have been reprimanded at least once for getting off task. Seems 39% have been let go from their jobs for doing non-work related activities. And uh, despite 76% of respondents spending more than four hours each day focused on work, 40% of participants said they spend four or more hours away from their computers. And the last one, 100% of the people doing the survey took the survey while clocked in. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you added that last one because it's totally true. It's for sure true. 100%. Oh, a survey. Why don't I do this while I'm clocked in? I got nothing better to do. Let's see where we're at here. Yeah. You know, what's uh, frustrating about articles like this is that we've come across articles saying people are having less sex during the uh, pandemic. We've also I've seen several articles saying that a big thing now is to stop drinking. And it's like, hey, what's, where, what's the truth? Depends on who it is that you're asking. Obviously, survey people. This is what they're doing. Yeah, they love know, while they're at work. But uh, I'm surprised this that this percentage of survey people are having sex like that does surprise me. I like yeah, to think survey of the married people. couples who are just like no sex, no sex, no sex. Like, well, if I'm getting paid for it, like, <laughs> I'm on well. the clock. We may as well. Now it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, yeah and there's and if you look at like some of the other numbers in this game or in this uh, article are uh, that. Uh, heavy drinking, uh, lots of marijuana, video games, lots of junk food, lots of uh, Netflix and porn uh, on the clock. And uh, they're saying that alcohol sells, all of that stuff skyrocketed. So those were the businesses to be in during this pandemic. Uh, the, the truth is a lot of these things were, and we talked about this, I think years ago about how little time was spent actually working at the job. And especially they did surveys about how much time people spent on Facebook while at the office. That's mm-hmm. why I'm with Tyson, I'm like 77% uh, shopping online. Not surprising. 
Yeah. And by the way, 60% taking a nap. I mean, when I had a, a job for a short while, I definitely fell asleep occasionally at the computer. You know, like uh, some of these numbers are probably very similar to what was happening at the office anyway. Yeah, I agree. I think so. And uh, although probably some of them are definitely against the law to do at the office. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I doubt 41% were uh, having relations. We're still in the deal on the 42% still, yeah, dates. At yeah. the office. That would just yeah. be disgusting. That would, yeah. just, that would turn every office into Caligula. The <laughs> sex it's like you would go into the supply closet and it'd just be gross. Yeah. It's like Grey's Anatomy in real life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody would watch Grey's Anatomy because it's <laughs> like, oh, that's boring. It's just like regular life. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I uh, a lot of people in the chat are actually saying they are listening to this podcast while on the clock at work, which is fine <laughs> because you can listen and still probably do your tasks. You're learning. This is basically a book. You on are. Tape. You're improving yourself. Yeah. So you're uh, following the whole hustle porn um Mentality. Way of mentality. Exactly. Yeah, you are like improving it. yourself by listening to this. Uh, so, another thing it touches on yes. that I just want to comment on is that well, I've seen several reports forecasting hedonistic times ahead, right? I guess that after things like the Spanish flu or World War One, people went absolutely crazy. And, our, and this is like porn, weed and drinking are all part of that. And so it's going to be interesting to see if things like Caligula were just an outlier or if basically mm -hmm. the whole world turns into a giant Caligula party. And for those, I don't know if you know, Devin's what we're referring to, but Caligula was a, uh, uh, what would you, it wasn't a swingers, wasn't it just an, it was a swingers place? club in New York with a full buffet, with a full buffet. <laughs> so <laughs> that's where the world is heading, according to this article. Yeah. Like so. I brought my own takeout, actually, guys. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm over here, and then I'm waiting a half hour and diving right in. That's yeah, because you, <laughs> yeah, you can't. You don't want to cramp up. <laughs> Definitely not. Uh, keeping on the work theme, nice. Amazon introduces tiny Zen booths for stressed out warehouse workers. These warehouse workers are notorious for not even having a moment's time to do anything extracurricular on the clock. And now they're introducing these little Zen booths that look like uh, upright coffins. <laughs> and inside they have, uh, you can have screen time where it like walks you through uh some relaxation practices. And uh, then there's like posters on the wall. I'm not sure if it's like the never give up posters. Those the uh, cat one. Hey, hang in there. Hang in there. Hang in there. And then, uh, uh, yeah. And so you can go in there. There's a fan cooling you off and then uh, soft blue light throughout. You know, who could oh. use this? Uh, Jeff Bezos. Did you see that video? Of the forty-one percent of people having sex at work, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the one percent not. <clears throat> no, that yeah. uh, that delivery driver. I don't know if you saw that video of the. I can't remember if he's at Amazon or UPS. I think he was Amazon. Anyway, he's just screaming from his truck, uh, shit, over and over and over and over again. And they probably built this for just him. Places we could go and scream. Yeah, you know. And I don't no know if it's soundproof, but that should make sense. It definitely is soundproof. It has to be. My problem with this is that the warehouse workers famously don't even have time to take a break or urinate or use the bathroom or else they're going to get off schedule. And so 
are these little Zen booths just for public appearances? Like, you know, like when you go into like a, a hip office where there's like 10 ping pong tables and indoor basketball court and video game arcade. And you're like, wow, that's yeah. cool. You have that at work. And they're like, yeah, we're not allowed to use any of it. It's only there. So people who come in can look and see how chill we are. And you're like, OK, well, that's cool. So is that uh, their play right now? You know what they should do? You know how the, the you always read or see these stories about Amazon having all this leftover stuff that just gets thrown away. Why doesn't Amazon in every warehouse create a smash room? That would be far more productive. Dude, angry employees yeah. can just go in and kick the living hell out of return products that can no longer be resold. That's that genius. would be a bonus. Oh, that feels so good <laughs> to punch through a computer screen or something. Smash stuff, you know, yeah. it would just feel yeah. so great. I like that idea. I thought you were going to say put it in like a... Uh, lost and found bin that you can help yourself to. So no, like you go I think smashing like, is yeah, definitely going to get more of a return. I know, yeah, I think so. But also like, what about the big money items like a TV and stuff? Uh, okay. You know, the TVs, they can, they can go through. There's, there's two different levels. The presents, the bonuses. Yeah. The bonuses return stuff you can take home. And then there's the smash room, mm-hmm. right? And maybe every month they talk about what they'd like to see in the smash room Yeah, and they get some new uh, things added in, but that themes. would be productive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Tyson really nailed it though. It's yeah. like, Okay, now you have a little porta potty you can go to to escape in with your yeah. little. I'm just imagining like the Amazon curated videos where it's like, we'll give you this trial for one minute, and if you want to keep it, ninety nine cents. Exactly, or it's like, how long till the, the Amazon credit card? Yeah, right. <laughs> like how long are you in there before your manager smashing the door? Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, get um, out here. You're off task. Well, Hornacek in the chat says Amazon will hire actors to be in these booths all. All the time. So people coming by will think the booze are being used nonstop and think, wow, Amazon is letting their employees relax. Genius. They're going to pay actors uh, SAG wages <laughs> to just sit in the booths uh, and have a quiet cry or whatever they're going to do, whatever they want to do in the room. Uh, but yeah, also uh, Amazon employees are also uh, known for peeing and pooping in bags because they don't have time to use the real restroom. So is this just another place for them to take a quick dump in the corner of the little coffin and then get out of there? Or maybe Amazon should just focus on hiring people who enjoy pooping in bags and peeing in bottles. Like put that as part of the hiring process. Cause I'm sure there's some people out there who are like, I love peeing in public into a bag. Like, all right, <laughs> you're our guy. But I think those guys, no, those are high risk employees, Dan. You can't, (laughs) I don't think you could hire one of them in good conscience, be like, they're going to be okay around other people. And you know what? Peeing in bottles, um, I'm sure we've all done it. It's so risky. I'm sure we've all done it. You just never know how much pee is going to come out. And you'll be surprised by how much does come out sometimes. Mm -hmm. And unless you've got amazing control, or a two liter bottle, it's almost (laughs) impossible. Yeah, but two liter bottles. That, that's also risky. That's a tiny opening, Tyson. We're talking, you need, uh, you need a big <laughs> opening that allows a little room for error. So it's, are you saying that Perrier needs to come out with a bottle with a bigger <laughs> mouth? Maybe Amazon needs to come out with a bottle. A pee bottle? <laughs> yeah, that they can sell their employees. They not only have a lot of in it for hydration. Like they sell it to the employees. They don't even yeah. give it to them. It's like when you sign up for a job and they're like, here's your, your uniform. It's going to be taken out of your first month's check. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what this and is. we. We, we require demand that you sign up for this hydration uh, <laughs> clinic. Yeah. Uh, I keep the bottles around. 
because you'll also be using those to yeah. urinate in. I know I've Smart. already referenced The Office, but that's basically what I do in life. And Dwight Schrute uh, tried peeing in a can while right. in a moving vehicle, and he cut his penis with the lid. So there yeah. are a lot of risk factors. Way too dangerous. An yeah. aluminum can is basically a guillotine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you got to be careful. That's that's too sharp. Yeah, you I, know. Yeah, that's you know what? True. Maybe Coke should that's come actually out. Actually, how circumstances were uh, yeah. uh, circumcisions. I'm sorry, were yeah. invented was uh, an aluminum can accident. Coke should come out with a bottle where its opening is large enough to accommodate uh, any size wing, but also the label uh-huh. can be torn off as like a wipe. So like you can clean up and then put it in the bottle, then screw on the list. And then you tear off another label to let other people know that it is now a piss bomb. Mm-hmm. I mean, this isn't the sort of idea you just put out there. Someone's going to take this from you. You need to keep that. We have the uh, date on this. We know when our idea came out. And, we just uh, recorded okay. it. So basically, TM. this is now yeah. copyrighted. We just whatever. need to get in touch with Shark Tank. Uh, <laughs> hi, I'm Tyson, and this is Danny and Devins. And we're here today to introduce to you. And then all that at the same time, we all say the piss bottle. <laughs> <laughs> But it's more. <laughs> oh, so much more with velvet lining on the inside. What? Of, of the let lid. So it's comfortable. Uh, I don't know if I br- could have my name attached to this anymore with the velvet and stuff. The tear yeah, off, that's sanitizing wipes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I guys, like it though. We're yeah. off topic a little bit, but still, I think this is uh, purely a. Uh, no, we're not offering. off topic. Tyson, you buy this product on mm-hmm. Amazon and use yes. it while staking out the forest hunting Bigfoot. I thought <laughs> you used it for stakeouts. You can also use it in the little uh, Zen booths. That or working from home. I was how many Zen, say, I how many Zen booths are going to be there? One Zen booth in the entire warehouse? I don't know. It doesn't say in the article. Yeah, we'll find out. I just love that our pee bottle is actually a better idea than these Zen booths. Way oh, better, 100%. dude. Way 100%. better. Because you know what? Nothing brings greater Zen than having an empty bladder. You know, the story about peeing and pooing uh-huh. in their trucks or at work, I would be interested in getting a number on that. And then maybe comparing it against people who have peed and pooed in their workspace at other jobs. I feel like it's been sensationalized, but maybe not. But what I would like to see is more data on how many people have actually uh, gone the bathroom into a container while at work for working for Amazon. I'll tell you, I always see it in every headline, but I never see a report of how many people have actually said they've done that at Amazon. That's because Amazon employees don't have time to take surveys while on the clock. (laughs) I I could believe that, but I would still like to see a number. It's the most sensational part of the story always. But we can kind of get an idea here because there's there's three of us. I've had emergency peas, but I've never had emergency poops where I've like found a creative place to poop. Danny. Oh, uh, wait, what am I confessing to having a, a, to go diarrhea emergency. somewhere <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or pee in a bottle? Have you had emergency peas? And I've peed in bottles multiple times. Okay. Uh, what about emergency poops? I have had in my life one emergency poop. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Not Devin? in this country. 
only on Survivor did I ever have an emergency poop, actually. Okay. Um, before a challenge, I was real nervous and I was like, guys, I, I got to roll. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, it wasn't good. But I can't imagine it. Like, what is the pressure your job is putting on you where you're what like, you eating? I'm going to poop in a bag? Like, there's no job I've ever, even if I was on the news desk live during TV, I'd be like, I got to take a break. I'm not going to poop here. But I, I mean, think they don't have time and they're not close enough because they're somebody's watching them and stopping them from using the bathroom at risk of losing their job. And the people who are yeah. watching them and watching over them, they don't have to ever go to the bathroom. I think there's bathroom sympathy that goes across from human to human. Like you would have, have to, you think that's one of the basic. Yeah. Because right. then your problem isn't time. Your problem is your managers are obviously bathroom haters who probably mm-hmm. have the tightest buttholes in the hardest poos ever. And you they're like, so? I go once every five days. Why yeah, do you I've have to go my so body. <laughs> my body is optimally trained to absorb yeah, everything most I calories. Eat, yeah, everything <laughs> I eat is compacted into a small pellet that comes out. It's as denser than a dead star. <laughs> so, you, so you think that maybe Amazon's next product product should be something you insert that compacts no, your poop? No, I, what I was saying, what I was getting at is maybe the problem isn't time, although people would love to have more time to go on the internet and shop and have sex and drink. But maybe the problem is managers. Maybe they need need to it somehow change the way they're hiring managers who are obviously policing other people's time like psychos. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, you definitely have to find a, a sociopath who is willing to enforce. Well, it sounds like no, that's all they're hiring. Like, I don't know no what kind of test, policy. like what kind of ink blot test they're doing. I see another dead kitten. Uh, that <laughs> yeah. looks more like, no, I see. Yeah. That's, I see the same thing. Yep. My and hobbies single, include cutting myself and setting <laughs> animals on fire. It's like you're hired. You're a great fit for Amazon. First, they're making their drivers pee and poo in bags and bottles. And now they're putting in literal bathroom stalls into their warehouses Without, Without toilets. toilets. <laughs> That's, they probably didn't even add in this. They just took the toilets out of the stall. That's exactly what they did. The touch screen. Honestly, to me, it looks like they're repurposing phone booths. Like they got a bunch of phone booths. They just uh, dress them up and put them back in, which is nice. Recycle, reuse, yeah. repurpose. But um, not going to find a lot of peace of mind in that tiny room. Ed in the chat says he works for Amazon and it's horrible. Maybe not anymore, Ed. Yeah. And maybe listening to us in the Zen booth right now. <laughs> yeah, he gets one minute free. Uh, our next story, yes. unless we have something more to add to that, I think I think we polished this one off. Is uh, one that uh, Rick or Devins? I keep calling him Rick because we're friends, and I can call him by his first Best name. Friends, sorry, Best friends. Uh, Devins, do you want to introduce this story? Uh, I would love to introduce this story. Um, It's a story about a name, a name that for some reason has fallen out of favor, apparently, with less people using it in 2020 on their infant children than ever before. That name is Karen. Uh, Do you guys have any (laughs) theories for why Karen might not be? I do have a theory, but in order to test my theory, I have to ask about the name Boomer. Is that uh, (laughs) also dropping in popularity? I don't see it here in the article. Let me check with my sources. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Does Karen have a nickname? Not not the B word. 
Care Bear. Uh, but there's no like easy nickname. No, there's no change there. to it. So Karen, yeah. Uh, Rin. Yeah. As uh, I mean, we all know that uh, any uh, I mean, how will you just how do you everybody knows what a Karen is now? Uh, it's unfortunate for those already named Karen. Yeah. That this is now the connotation that it is, but it's dropped 171 spots on the popularity list, uh, which is it's only the 14th biggest decrease on the girls list in 2020. So there's even, uh, wow, bigger, bigger name drops than Karen anyways. And you know what the, the most shocking thing to me about this article was kind of how perfectly the name Karen is being used because it's being used to describe, uh, what, like the, these older white women who are causing big scenes. And it's unfortunate for all the older white women named Karen who are terrific and forward thinking, like yeah. teachers I had in high school. But this article says in 1965, at the height of its popularity, there were 33,000 newborn Karens. So you just think about what age all those 1965 the women are. That like Karen wow. was a perfect name. Yeah, they're all 65. They're all 55 <laughs> now. Which is uh, the age of the Karens. This is the crazy dun, thing. At any time, your name could uh, represent could something. Be, be smart. So for, true. Be like smirched. all it takes, all, yeah, be smart. All it takes is just the right circumstances. Like someone starts saying, "Dude, I just took a huge Danny in my pants or <laughs> yeah. or, or into Danny this bottle." Yeah, and it's like all of a sudden, Danny now represents a giant dump. I mean, it could yeah. happen in a flash, and then all of a sudden, it's like. Dude, what do I do? I changed my name. Danny Masterson trying to ruin it for you. That's Mike right. Tyson, I imagine, always on the back of your mind. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah there's always, always someone like out there working world. hard. Now, guys, here's a question that I had. I had to look it up. What is the male version of a Karen? Probably Boomer. No, is Boomer different? Boomer's no. different because Boomer and is like somebody who doesn't know. Ken? Yes, Ken is one. Uh, and opinions vary, but uh, Ken is the one I've seen a lot of. But you don't okay. hear people refer to a kid. Not as much, no. I thought it was Chad. I thought Chad was perfect. No, Chad is like, Chad is more like the uh, frat boy. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. Chad with the collar with the popped pop, up. Pop, yeah, yeah. So cool. they, they, this article has Ken, Terry, or Greg. Right. I, which I, <laughs> honestly, I didn't like any of those. I don't think any of those Terry. quite. And Terry? maybe it's because Karen Bruce. It doesn't translate like yeah. Chad is the version of like the male version of the Karen. I it's just, there's just really no clear um, winner in my opinion for the male yeah. equivalent. Terry is another one that someone suggests, but obviously Keith, there's nothing. Richard. Uh, there's a lot, uh, but yeah, but nothing's like as clear for some reason as Karen. Like the first time somebody said, okay, Karen, it made sense. Uh, yeah. it just, everybody got it. Bang. Yeah. Yeah. Bang. <laughs> there, are, <laughs> there are universal truths that when you hear them, you tap into like the total human consciousness and yes. you agree. And they were like this calm washed over you. And so that's like, how we know we're living true. in a matrix. You're like, because, that is a truth. Yeah, we're all Karen. we're all linked together in some weird capacity. Where where is the word Karen a thousand years from now? Though you know, like, does it just substitute the word for some of the? You know, it, just, it becomes like its definition. That yeah, that's, <laughs> you don't say that anymore. It becomes its definition and is no longer even considered right or known as being too. a name. But we have uh, some listeners that are uh, named Karen that are oh. lovely and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, 
And it's, yeah, it's one of those crazy things. Like all growing up, I always got uh, Tyson chicken references and Mike Tyson references. And uh, fortunately for me, uh, Mike Tyson's kind of made a resurgence in a positive way for the most part. Uh, so that hasn't been too hard on me, but can you imagine being a Karen? It's like, you can't even defend yourself because then you're just being a Karen. Yeah. It's like, Oh, I think it like, I totally reasonably think that this is a little unfair to me. It's like, okay, Karen, yeah, yeah, nice right? Karen. <laughs> how just many got, nice Karen people have problems too. <laughs> yeah. How many nice Karens have wanted to open their mouth to complain about their Starbuck order, but they shut it <laughs> yeah, immediately because they're like, I can't risk it. Yeah, I already have my name on the cup, and if I say anything, <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, people they're, with their phones, you're like, I'm yeah. out, I'm out. They're not giving their real name to put <laughs> on that cup. Yeah, Ever. No. Uh, my name is uh, uh, it's uh, Kieran. I'm K Dog. K Dog. K Money. <laughs> I like K Money. K Money. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, but then eventually we're going to catch on. So anybody named Karen who becomes K Money, we're going to be like, mm hmm. Let's say that a comet was hurtling towards Earth and one person volunteered to steer the ship into the comet and redirect it. And it was Karen. The Karen uh-huh. such and such. Would that be enough to save the name Karen? <laughs> from, I think so. From its if, current trajectory. If it, if Karen saved the entire planet, then people would then be naming. I mean, we maybe. I think there's a moment where they I got a hard unsure. disagree on this. I can already yeah. see the memes that are like, even comments aren't safe from Karen. Like, yeah, I, I agree <laughs> It wouldn't be enough. There's no way you can save this name. It's uh, like, yeah. Sorry. Paul in the chat says the it's like male if version saved us from an asteroid. Yeah, he'd still have done a lot of, but it's different not because Hitler, he's one. Like Derek Hitler. Derek like Hitler. Derek Hitler. Yeah. You're still not going to be naming your kid Hitler. It's true, but that's a little bit different because Karen is just a general name. It's not linked to just one. <laughs> person so that's that- so true in fact let me apologize to all the karens for any <laughs> comparison to hitler and all the or Derek the name H's. Hitler. Yeah. even though i was never referencing actual hitler i just want to backtrack 100 percent and we have a professor nino my podcast uh, well, tyson yeah. what were you gonna say i i, I mean a comment yeah, someone had made a comment and said the male version of OK Karen has just got to be OK Dude or OK Bro, which is kind of true because true. Uh, when you say it, like when there's like an old dude says something, I'm like, OK, bro. Like, yeah, I can I definitely see myself saying that. I used to uh, say, uh, OK, old man, but make sure that the person was the same age as me or slightly younger. And so if they were like, hey, you shouldn't be doing that, I'll be like, okay, old man. And then that would really stink. Obviously, the difference is, no, everyone, you can get or receive the title dude, bro, or old man. It wasn't, you weren't born with that. It's not the name that is on your credit card, uh, on all of your registration. It's the name you carry with you. It's just the title that people give you. And it's more flexible than Karen in some ways. Mm -hmm. But uh, I I still don't think that's it. Yeah. No, there isn't. There isn't one that equates fully to that, unless OK Boomer was named after Boomer Esiason, but I think it was <laughs> more named after Baby Boomers. Yeah. See, again, it's just a title. It's not. But what does Boomer Esiason do in that? It is is he, he a still football player? Boomer? He, yeah, he played football, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah not not a lot of boomers. Yeah, not a lot of boomers, but I think probably even less boomers now. 
Unless you oh, go to yeah. Oklahoma and uh, look for that book, Bigfoot, and everyone there's a boomer. That's true. I, I agree. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of boomers. <laughs> but nobody's naming their kids boomer anymore, I don't <laughs> think. That's true. How about Karen defends a school bus full of children from Sasquatch and dies in the process? Still not enough. Still not enough. Somebody said, what about a hundred Karens save the earth from a comet? <laughs> I'd watch that movie. Uh, and then- a hundred, assembling a hundred Karens in one spaceship is a recipe for disaster. You think I mean, so? one of them is going to be a legitimate Karen who's like, complaining, <laughs> uh, just like, ruining the fun for everybody. Yeah. They're like, we should not do the second separation yet. <laughs> you're always in my space. Get out of my launch sequence. I just don't think it would work out. Cause you're going to get a legit Karen on that ship. Yeah. And they'll end up bumping the comet, like directly into one of the most beloved places on earth. You know, pick pick your place but that's probably what would happen yeah uh maybe uh the greatest insult you could have is if danny like let's say danny went to starbucks they got his order wrong he complained and somebody said don't be a karen to danny that's i think the male equivalent of karen is also karen yeah i i, do, I think it does work it yeah, does work karen for sure it works. Go both ways <laughs> <laughs> 100%. So, uh, I'm sorry to all the people that are named Karen currently and dislike it. It's still a fine name. And we don't make the rules it, of the world. We don't by make the, way. the rules. We're just reporting on every single one of us is Karen about you. Karen. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Dude, exactly Devin right. is uh, a great stand on par with puns. Bob, yeah. With the puns, yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. He's got some wordplay going on too. Uh, Anything else on the Karens? No. I take your silence to mean no. Uh, we're about there to move will, into... Oh, go ahead, Danny. There will be other Karen stories in the future. I, I can <laughs> promise you that. Uh, Michael in the chat says, what if the most popular name, alien names are is Karen? Oh, my gosh. That would just be a recipe for disaster. <laughs> we yeah. would automatically just disregard everything the alien had to say. It's like, I bring you free health care and unlimited power with no pollution. It's like, get out of here. <laughs> we don't want it, Karen. Always trying to get in our business, Karen. Yeah. <laughs> nice try, Solve Karen. your we own can... planet's problems before yeah, we can figure our stuff out on our own. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, then without further ado, we will move into uh, one of the most beloved segments of the podcast. Without further ado, uh, Danny's 
bolt hole. Welcome to my bolt hole. I think you're gonna like it. I think you're gonna feel you belong. Get into it, Danny. That long enough of a pause? Yeah, it only needs to be just no sound, and we did it. Pausing is so weird. Is it? Like, I kind of like it. Like, that's what the whole Amazon booth is for, to pause. It's taking pause, yeah. Inflection while pausing. Is that what uh, you, you did know, during that small pause? Was I did. Look back on your life and realize all your mistakes? Yeah, I definitely did. I oh, certainly this- used some mindfulness during that pause. I feel <laughs> gathered for the boat hole. <laughs> yeah, I uh, have to say that I didn't. I, I was tempted to talk today about more alien stuff. I saw mm-hmm. an NFT go up for sale and it was the one frame of an alien autopsy. And I think they were asking for a million dollars for this one frame. I'm assuming it was like for it. one negative, but it hasn't sold yet. Uh, finally, Charlie bit my finger did sell and it didn't for sell for $760,000. Uh, but then I think they're going to keep it up on YouTube after all of that. It sounded like they were going to keep it up. Whoever bought you can it, keep it up smart. on YouTube. They're just the owners of it. Yeah. But originally the story was that they were going to take it down, you know, to really possess the original and not to share it and to increase its value. They have to, uh, limit the number of people who could view it. Although it's, uh, without a doubt, it's spread out there. It's out there. So yeah. anyway, I was going to talk about that. The first frame, you should go see the picture. It's so stupid. And this is one of the biggest problems with the whole alien stories that come up today is that the alien stories of today are dragging along all the alien stories of the past, which were just awful. All the alien stories, the you know, UFO stories from the Inquirer, uh, all those stories are dragging down the Tic Tac stories of today. And this is just another example of that with that negative out there, the stupid alien on being autopsied. It's just, we don't need that stuff. Let's start fresh on the UAP UFO stuff. So that that's just a rant, but not what I want to talk about. If you're a Karen, I've got mm-hmm. some good news for you and it, oh. you don't even have to do anything because it's a built in human defensive mechanism and it's called optimism bias. Uh, Tyson, if you were to guess what that meant, give me your definition. I, I bet you can pick it up just out of the context. Uh, if you're more optimistic in general, you tend to get uh, uh, more optimistic things happening to you in your life. I like that. That's what an optimism bias would uh, indicate. The de- definition they have here is to overestimate the likelihood of positive events happening and underestimate potentially no negative ones. And it's called optimism bias. And that's how uh, they sell lottery tickets. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. And 80 percent of the I buy global, lottery tickets. Why not me? 80 percent of the global population uh-huh. uh, possesses this to some degree. And this was an article I read in the BBC because I found it uh, fascinating because I'm always confused why humans are so determined to live under horrible circumstances. <laughs> like if you read history books, you're like, dude, why? Like, why would you want to live in those conditions? And the story goes on to talk about how uh, it's kind of built in, thank goodness to us, uh, that things are going to get better. Like it's something we always believe, at least 80 percent of us. And so we push on because we can't imagine things getting any worse. Uh, And they're talking about the pandemic and how uh, our mentality affects us. But they also talk about how this, even in the face of reality, uh, this kind of stands out. And it's one of the things that I love 
about humans. Like to me, it's one of the best things when the aliens come down here and they try to break our spirit, like they've done in a million Hollywood movies, but they can't. Right. Because the, the human will like, perseveres and pushes through mm-hmm. and now Always. you know i've got a name to put to that and it's because of the optimism bias it's what allows us to be enslaved by uh, our alien masters and moved off planet to mine you know our lives away in the salt mines but still thrive to thrive and live our whole life in the salt mines thinking mm-hmm. that somehow we'll get out even though there's no evidence that we'll ever break free but we give the aliens a good 50 years of our prime you know, mining that salt and we yes. never give up because we think that things are going to get better. Yeah. We think and, they can't get worse and it can't get worse. And the aliens mm-hmm. will, they'll try and make it worse. Right. I like, like how you guys are at one point saying that things can't get worse. And on the other hand, describing the darkest future for humanity that we could possibly imagine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know what I love? What? We're all going to be enslaved and taken to these mines. I'm just pretty optimistic. <laughs> but that's, yeah, exactly. It always say it is that even in that moment where you've got your, your laser pickaxe and your mine and salt and the aliens are like more salt and you're like, okay, I will. And then, uh, in your mind, you're like, this is only temporary. We will. Tyson's like, if I can write one joke that just gets to these aliens core, they'll understand. Yeah. That like, we're like them. They like us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, exactly this is right. what fuels us. This is our like psychological fuel for progress, but it does give you, give us a warning because it also leads us to underestimate the dangers, right? So when the aliens do come down, you're going to underestimate the dangers. It, it also talks about how mm-hmm. a lot of people, because of this optimism bias, they believe that they possess certain strengths that necessarily aren't there. Like they might have stronger genes or they're uh, healthier than the average person, <clears throat> even though I drink oh, mountain. I'm guilty of all of that. I'm guilty of all of that. Yeah. Even when like uh, really terrible things happen, I'm just like, it's going to turn around any minute. And by the way, this feature shows up in all cultures at about the same percentage. So it's something we share. It's probably one of the few things that ties all of us together as the human race is mm-hmm. just this belief that things are going to get better. So, I mean, this article is a pretty long one. It basically says, you know, take into account that you have this and, you know, try to take the necessary precautions when living your life because failure does happen. But uh, I'm also so. saying that <laughs> yeah, it's I also pr- optimist. It's, it's <laughs> one of the things that most impresses me about humans, because honestly, you if you read, like I said, any history books, you just be like, why would humans continue to be in this condition? And it's, it's because they just assume it's going to get better. And I say, yeah. thank goodness, you know, out of all our traits, I'm glad that we have this one, because otherwise it would just be Jonestown <laughs> like yeah. every day, all day. <laughs> I like it because like, imagine like you're working at Amazon on the warehouse floor, you're having a crap day, uh, literally in a bag. And then you, uh, go to, uh, the little telephone booth and you sit there and you're like, this is only temporary soon. I'll be the one policing who and what goes to the bathroom (laughs) and when, you know, and that's, uh, the beauty of, uh, being human. Yeah, it really is. And I mean, in all seriousness, I think it's one of the, the better traits that humans have. It's why we I are where it. we are on and the that's computer why I, talking to each other. That's why one of my favorite things to do is just sit there and daydream about all the private islands I should probably be owning <laughs> at some point. 
in my life. I have to feel like animals have this trait too. Like the animals, you know, <laughs> yes. like so, because I feel like any animal who doesn't have this trait is just extinct now. They're just yeah. like screw the it, dodo. Yeah, yeah like I just, just gave up. I give up. <laughs> I do think <laughs> about this every time I see animals in winter. I do wonder what keeps them going. The spring, yeah. the hope of the so, spring, dude. But really, do they have any concept of time? Or like when you're out in like pouring rain and you just see a horse just standing there in the field, just taking it. <laughs> and you're like, oh, my gosh, dude, it is dumping rain. And that horse yeah. is just like, man, it'll probably get sunny. Maybe it's not the big thing they're looking to. Maybe it's not like someday I'll win the lottery. Maybe it's all the little things. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like I'm at Amazon right now doing packages. But tonight when I get home. I'm adding to the statistic of alcohol bought. Like that yeah. is my <laughs> exactly you know, silver lining. So Amazon workers are com- being compared to horses standing in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what it sounded like to me. I'm sorry. Those poor guys. We feel no. for both humans in general. Like I've been the horse standing in the rain many times. Preach. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's such an image. It's such a strong image because I have also looked at horses standing in the rain. And yeah. just wondered, like, they always is, look sad, dude. They look they so don't sad. Even move. They don't they even try to move. find they're just holding. They're just holding still like it'll pass. And it's like, why don't you move? There's cover right there, I think. And they're like, nah, it's going to pass. Things are going to be better than yeah, they were They don't before. even go under trees. It's, uh, yeah. Tyson's 100% correct. They just stand in the middle of the field just like with a sad face. On. Yeah. And their head kind of like down and then like their hair soaked just dripping yeah well i'm right. sad now yeah <laughs> with that image, and on that note <laughs> my optimism bias is gone but then the sun comes out they dry they're galloping eating carrots Mane the kids are bringing them the apples wind. yeah and it's really true so uh cool. yeah and now the Pete in the chestnuts isn't color. standing in the rain half of Survivor. That's true. I was the sad horse <laughs> on Survivor standing there in the dumping rain while Jeff's like, hey, you guys can't get under shelter because I'm talking to you right now. And I'm like, OK, I mean, I guess Amazon. <laughs> they did that on purpose, didn't they? To make sure you, they they need those miserable shots. They have to. I, have. I remember the yeah. first time that it was pouring rain when we came back from tribal and they were like, everybody wait right here. We want to get you the shot of you guys coming back into camp. Yeah. And like five minutes later, there's not a dry part of us. We're, yeah. We have to go to sleep for the night. We're like, are you serious? Uh, they were. They were. <laughs> I, did not, I was being very stupid. And yeah. Uh, my first time they were like, <laughs> Tyson, it's dumping rain and you're dry in the shelter. Come on out. We're going to do an interview. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. And they're like, you have to do that. I'm like, nope, I'm not going to. And they're like, you have to. And I was like, I don't want to. And they're like, you have to. And I was like, (laughs) but like for real, can't you just wait till it doesn't rain? They're like, no, because we need this shot of you in the rain because it looks miserable like it is. And you're like, okay. Oh, dude, that's just the worst. Yeah, You're there dry. They pull you out on purpose to drench you to then do an interview. Uh, Look at you peeling back the curtain, showing everybody inside baseball. Yep. Cool. Well, you know so, what? I liked uh, this is pretty good. Devin's great. Felt really official and professional. Yeah. Devin's, you did a fantastic job. Hey, thanks, guys. Yeah. My optimism bias is back. Boom. All the way up. <laughs> Boom. Uh, we want to thank you, Devin, so much for uh, filling in for Rob while he's moving cross country from LA to uh, North Carolina, I believe. I will give out his, ad- his exact address next week. <laughs> and, uh, I want to thank everybody who tuned in and then you can also listen to this. Danny, you have anything coming up in the near future? 
Uh, just a lot of the same old, same old traveling around, having adventures and trying to avoid death. Everything looks sunny. Well, as long as you're always trying to avoid death, let me know if there's a time when you're not trying to avoid death and uh, we'll have a talk about optimism. Yeah, at first, death doesn't exist. I felt like when I was younger, it didn't exist. And then in in your 30s, late 30s, you begin to realize that people actually do die. And Mm -hmm. I feel like from like your late 30s on, it is a battle against death. Like, and death is Sasquatch and you are fighting him every single day or at least low level fighting. It's a war of attrition for sure. Yeah, inside your head. Uh, Devins, you got anything coming up that uh, you want to announce to the uh, entire world? I'm looking for some kind of heat-seeking equipment. I've got a trip planned to Oklahoma. (laughs) Um, Cool. If anybody's got anything, reach out to me. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling soon I'm going to be very, very rich. Uh, So maybe when that happens, we can uh, plan a vacation or something. So it's an investment opportunity for these people with... Heat seeking. 100%. I like heat it. Heat seeking. That's smart. Uh, no one's ever thought of that. Dude, genius. This I've never looked through any heat seeking devices. I should get a heat seeking device because I have nature up on my hill in my I backyard. I bet it's just like a giant light bloom right in the crotch <laughs> and armpits. Like, yeah, isn't that what it would sure. look like? The heat <laughs> like if, yeah. if someone fired a heat seeking missile at a human, it would just go foot. straight to the crotch. Or so Bigfoot, yeah. the bright spot in his crotch, <laughs> where all the heat's generating from. Uh, yeah, are you Tyson? Me, I'm going to San Diego next week to play some poker and some pickleball, and uh, then uh, after that, I don't know. My birthday's coming up this month, so right. I'll be uh, 42. Finally, Danny, catching up to you again. I always seem to be six months behind. When's your birthday? Uh, June 17. Outstanding. I wonder how long I'd have to travel at what speed so that we could catch up in age. And be identical. And be identical. I mean, you'd have to backtrack. Uh, oh, I'll do the travel. math. Yeah, we'll figure uh, it out. I'll figure that Offline. out. I got, I got an Apple calculator on my phone. I'll just cool. plug in some numbers. Very cool. It'd be awesome. Um, so thanks again for tuning in. And uh, that's News AF for you. Uh, signing off. We did it, guys. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.